Welcome to the English Language Institute of Singapore's podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Ong. Here with me is Principal Master Teacher Cedric Leong. Hi, Cedric. Hi, Victoria. Cedric has more than 30 years of English language teaching experience and has been at Ellis since 2015. Cedric, what's the first thing that teachers need to know about metacognition? That's an important question to begin with, Victoria. I think teachers need first to be very clear about what metacognition is and why they should place emphasis on it in their teaching. So what is metacognition? We often say that it is thinking about thinking. You'd probably agree with me that while this definition is short and sweet, it's not particularly useful to teachers. More clearly, metacognition is the ability to think about our own thinking. Now, to be able to do that, we need to first become aware of what and how we are thinking. When we have awareness of our thinking, we can then control it. We do this by monitoring and regulating our thinking in real time, and by reflecting on how we can improve our thinking and hence our learning. In short, metacognition is the ability to be aware of what and how we are thinking, to monitor and regulate our thinking in real time, and to reflect on how we can improve our thinking and learning. That's a helpful elaboration on the short definition of metacognition. So why should teachers pay attention to metacognition in their teaching? We often hear these words of wisdom, teach with the end in mind. Of course, an important question to ask is, what is the end that we have in mind? As teachers, we seek to educate our students. Our role is to enable them to learn so that they will be able to continue learning on their own. That is the end that we need to have in mind when we teach. And this is why metacognition is important to our students. When students are aware of what and how they are thinking, and when they can control the way they think, they are able to learn on their own, to be self-directed in their learning. Their ability to be metacognitive is their ability to learn more autonomously, more independently. How do we get our students to want to learn so that they will develop metacognitive awareness in the English language classroom? My quick response to that question is curiosity. For students to want to learn, for them to be intrinsically motivated, we need to place our own and their curiosity front and center in our classrooms. Our classrooms become vibrant learning spaces when we and our students are driven by curiosity about the world we live in, about how we can use language to understand it and one another, and to express ourselves effectively and responsibly. Picture what the EL classroom can be like if our students learn the language because they are curious about how it can help them understand and shape the world they live in. When we are curious about how the language works and how we can use it effectively, we are predisposed to be metacognitive, to think about our own thinking. Metacognition, as one of the three pedagogical emphases of EL Syllabus 2020, is a key to deepening language learning through enabling successful self-directed learning. What I have argued for is that we need to engender a culture of learning that supports curiosity in the EL classroom. Students' curiosity about the language and its use gives them the reason for developing metacognition. Now, 
to provide students with the opportunities to develop metacognition, we may need to revisit our beliefs and practices as teachers of English language. What are some of these beliefs and practices that EL teachers should revisit? I think we need to revisit and regularly reflect on how and why we teach students the areas of language learning. For example, we could ask ourselves, whose questions should drive students' listening and reading? Should it be comprehension questions, the types of questions set by examiners or teachers on a text? Or should it be students' own questions? We could also ask, do we teach students to speak and write by, for example, providing them with speaking or writing frames such as Peel? What would happen if instead we design learning experiences that enable students to discover for themselves what they need to do to speak or write effectively? Yet another question we could ask is, how can students learn the grammar of English effectively? Should we begin by teaching them the grammatical rules, items and structures? Or should we first enable them to make hypotheses about the rules, items and structures before we teach these explicitly? As EL teachers, we need to uncover for ourselves how we can enable our students to develop metacognition and why we must teach them the metacognitive learner strategies they need to become increasingly self-directed in learning a language and its use. Those are valuable questions that EL teachers could ask themselves. So what are the metacognitive learner strategies our students need in the areas of language learning? Metacognitive learner strategies are used in the processes of listening, reading, speaking, and writing, and using grammar and vocabulary. So they are learner strategies students need to plan, monitor, adjust, evaluate, reflect on, and revise their practices in each of these areas of language learning. We will find the metacognitive learner strategies for learning and using the English language among the Skills, Learner Strategies, Attitudes and Behaviour, or SSAB, in EL Syllabus 2020. I see. How should we teach the metacognitive learner strategies through an EL lesson? We can consider how the metacognitive learner strategies correspond with the before, during, and after phases of our EL lessons. These phases of our EL lessons broadly correspond to the teaching areas in a Singapore teaching practice in a process of lesson enactment. They also correspond to the phases in the clear pedagogical framework for teaching English at a secondary level. So the before phase of a lesson corresponds with contextualizing clear, the during phase corresponds with both learn and explore and apply and respond. And finally, the after phase corresponds with reinforce. When planning and enacting an emphasis on metacognition in an EL lesson, it is important to bear in mind that metacognition is not a topic to be taught on its own. Instead, it needs to be embedded in the context of teaching and learning English in these phases of the EL lesson. How should EL teachers begin to plan their lessons with an emphasis on metacognition? They should first refer to the instructional goals that their school has determined to meet the identified learning needs of their student cohort in relation to the EL Syllabus 2020 learner outcomes and the school's mission and vision. Based on the instructional goals, they should be deliberate in selecting the learning outcomes 
and the SSAB that enable their students to develop the metacognitive learner strategies they need for learning to learn in their EL lessons. For example, if their analysis of students' needs shows that the students have not learned to establish a purpose for listening and viewing any text, this SSAB may be selected with an emphasis on metacognition in mind and used to inform the design of learning experiences. These learning experiences should enable the students to become aware of the learner's strategy of listening and viewing purposefully. They should also provide students with opportunities for learning to plan, monitor, adjust, and evaluate the use of this learner's strategy and reflect on how to apply it in other learning experiences. What would you say, Cedric, to EL teachers as a way of closing this conversation on metacognition in the teaching and learning of English language? In my work and conversations with EL teachers from various schools, it is clear to me that one of the first challenges we face is to distinguish between metacognition and cognition, between metacognitive learner strategies and cognitive strategies. I would encourage all of us to be patient, to be always open to unlearning and relearning about metacognition, and to be mindful of how to emphasize it in the EL classroom. Thinking and learning are invisible processes inside our minds, so we need to accept that metacognition, which is thinking about our own thinking, is doubly hard to pin down. And while it is hard to pin down, we must not back down from paying increased attention to metacognition or to the other pedagogical emphases of inquiry through dialogue and multiliteracies. Our goals must be to enable students to learn the English language independently and to use it effectively to navigate the volatile, uncertain, complex and ambiguous world. And finally, I invite you to listen to the other podcasts in this series on metacognition. My colleagues will talk more specifically about the place of metacognition in the teaching of reading, oracy, and grammar. Thank you, Cedric, for your insights today. Thank you, Victoria, for the opportunity. And that's it for today's podcast. For this episode's show notes, do visit our podcast website at go.gov.sg forward slash ELIS podcast. Thank you for listening.